And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and providing you the timely truths in around real estate, credit, finance, estate planning, tax planning, and so much more. Over 80 show categories of expert contributor advice here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, and we all want to help you win in any marketplace. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. We don't care if you're climbing a corporate ladder, if you throw a ladder in your truck on the way to work. This show's for you. We want to help you. But there's a way that you can reach out on our hotline, 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-670-7372. And we want you to bookmark our website, ConsumerQB.com. A plethora of information available for you at ConsumerQB.com. Dot com. You can submit an email form that will come directly through to us and communicate with us. Uh, you can also see links to all of our expert contributors, all the finest folks in Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we've assembled, we've vetted, and we bring on the air to help you win no matter what you're facing out there. It's Intelligent Talk Radio. I've got some intelligent folks here in studio with me today. Back in studio, Connor Keller, Insect IQ. Welcome in. Hey, Brandon. So happy to be here today. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in. So uh, we've got uh, some things happening in the uh, wildlife community here, huh? Yeah, I want to talk about the wildlife in Tampa. Yeah. Maybe some animals too, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> some animals and wildlife. So, uh, common nuisance like... wildlife species. Yeah, um everything from raccoons, rats, possums, bats. It's not even Halloween yet, but these animals want to come inside. Uh we know just how to identify what's what's really bothering you and getting them out of your house and then making sure they don't come back. Awesome. They're going to help you protect your assets. You know, one of the uh, little-known facts out there is that termites cause more damage than wind, flood, hurricanes, fires, all that combined. Uh, termites cause more damage in, in real estate, that is, uh, on, a, on a yearly basis, year after year. And also in studio, my man, Ron Fuller, Mossy hey, Offense. So happy to be here, Brandon. We're going to talk about design fences. We're going to talk about Aesthetics and appeal, not just your common everyday fence, but we're going to talk about making it stylish and fashionable for your home. Awesome. I like it. It can definitely add value, add uh, you know, shortened days on the market. There's security factors there uh, when it comes to having that right fence that just blends naturally with your architecture and your design of your home. And we want to give a shout out to Mary Maids, our official cleaning partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show is Mary Maids. Uh, let them take care of your cleaning. They do a great job cleaning our real estate properties. Welcome to your clean home. And satisfaction is guaranteed by Mary Maids Cleaning Service. Relax, it's done. They do a great job. They come in, they leave these uh, beautiful uh, cards behind that tell you what rooms they focus more attention on. And they are the recipients of the 2016 Women's Choice Award. America's most recommended cleaning services is Mary Maids. Reach out. We'd love for you to support our show partner, the Mary Maids. They do a great job. And as you know, I'm the host of uh, the show. I'm also a published author and professional speaker. Uh, we'd love for you to check out our book on Amazon, Become the MVP in Your Industry, by surfing the radio waves. Part two of that project rolling out with Ken Shamrock. 
uh, the Ultimate Fighting Champion, and also partnered up with Des Woodruff. My wife, Lindsay's on that as well. Really cool. Stay tuned for more details on that. And uh, we also own Platinum MVP Realty, and I'm a top listing agent here in Tampa Bay. I want to talk to my millionaire players out there. Where are my million-dollar buyers at? 9825 Wilski Boulevard in Tampa. This is a beautiful property, private conservation lot, lakefront, three bedroom, uh, four bedrooms, three full bath, two half bath, over 5,500 square feet, $1.5 million ask on that property. Also, 215 12th Avenue Northeast in St. Pete, four bedrooms, five bath, uh, over 3,700 square feet, $1.4 million, beautiful property, and it's a custom-built home uh, with SIPs panel construction uh, much uh, superior to a lot of the the wood uh, stick built construction as well and um, they are going to be this is a nice property check out platinum mvp realty.com platinum mvp realty.com all right let's jump right into it uh, actually coming up in the show too we've got our top 10 pest movies of all time so get ready for that one sure. guys <laughs> all right and we have our feel-good story of the week steve Irwin's son does his father proud on the tonight show with jimmy fallon find out more about that and let's jump into it with Connor Keller, Insect IQ. So uh, before the show, we we're kind of talking about how, you know, this time of year, you're seeing an uptick in uh, termite activity. Yeah, it's a little unusual. You know, you would think about your visual times, really, that termites are most present. They're subversive by nature. It would be early spring. And then in Tampa, we get into a different species of termites uh, in the summertime. And when I mean visual, I mean swarming inside the house, uh, you know, visual keys that you may see as a homeowner where typically you wouldn't see that other times of year. So what's different about it is uh, we're getting late swarming for subterranean termites, and then even some exotic species, Formosan in general, are showing up in the Tampa Bay area. And for most in termites, you don't want to mess around with them. They are very aggressive, very large colonies, uh, completely devastate a structure in a very short period of time, mm. especially if left untouched or uh, uncontrolled. Yeah. So question about those types of termites. Now, is it is it more of a stick built home that's built on a concrete slab that's going to be infiltrated? Uh, because a lot of the two story homes, they have the concrete block on the bottom floor. And then the, the typically the, the upstairs is going to be a uh, more of a, a stick built construction. Right. Is, does that matter at all? Are they still going to find their way in. So that's a great question. I get that question all the time. And, and it really uh, doesn't matter whether your home's completely concrete wood frame, stucco. I see a lot of foam houses now. Termites will find a way in. They say in Florida, it's not a matter of if, but when you'll get termites. Uh, but to answer your question specifically, ter subterranean termites come up through the slab. They'll follow plumbing penetrations. Wow. Uh, and, and no matter what type of construction, uh, block, wood frame, you know, they're coming from below. So once they get in, if you think about it, all those interior walls and a wood or a block house or wood frame, right. all of the uh, second story or roofing structures, wood frame. So there's actually more wood in the house than there is concrete. There's plenty for them to eat. Right. Wow. And they're going to, they're going to come in and feed, have a feeding what, frenzy. What's some of the, uh, the visual things you can look for? Uh, you said swarming. Is there anything else that, that would make it obvious you might have them? Well, there, that's another great question, and it really depends. It's species-specific. Mm -hmm. I want to tell a quick story uh, in real estate, and this answers your question. And, yeah. and uh, Tara Verde mm -hmm. in South St. Pete, uh, a woman bought a house. It was a great deal, uh, probably too good of a deal looking back on it. And when they got into doing the home inspection, some structural issues came up. And in repairing the structural issues, they found uh, s substantial dry wood termite activity throughout the house. Mm. Really, it's been a long time since you would typically find this in maybe South Tampa, 
downtown St. Pete and 100-year-old structures, not a house that was built in the late 70s or early 80s. So one, um, none of this came up during the transaction. They, they had a termite inspection. So really, to answer your question, visually, most of the time you don't see anything until mm. they're pouring out of your wall or you do a remodel and find damage. Right. Um, but specifically subterranean termites, they uh, will bring mud or dirt up from the soil uh, with them. So that's often what you'll find. Drywood termites uh, drop their fecal pellets or frass. So you'll find little pyramids of pellets on the, the floor or around a, a wood member. Mm -hmm. um, even fences. I see that all the time. I know we're going to talk about fences, but uh, even pressure treated, uh, any fence, fencing made out of wood is susceptible to termite activity. And that's during a termite inspection. We a lot of times we'll find activity in a fence before we'll find it in the structure itself. Yeah, and, and that almost mm -hmm. is, is kind of like bait almost. You think about it, it's kind it of is. baiting them into the house sometimes. It's wood to earth contact. Right. So. But um, so this house in Terra Verde, um, when they open up the walls, there's termite activity everywhere. We're going to have to tent fumigate the house. Wow. Stopping their construction. Um, and she, the, the customer asked me about, you know, liability. Where's the liability in that? Um, and, you know, they're afraid that the, the previous owner knew about all these things and disclosed uh did not disclose this during the transaction but a year down the road there's really nothing you can do wow so, did yeah so on the seller disclosures i wonder if it was on there and so she's saying it's not and right. then and then uh did she not get an inspection on her buy so i haven't personally looked at the inspection report but she yeah. did say she did she's an attorney herself wow but not nothing in regards to termites came up and uh, the, the cost of the, the fumigation is significant, but yeah. really a lot of this stuff uh, should be handled during the transaction and a good termite inspection is, whether you're getting a mortgage on a house or not, whether the bank requires the termite inspection, I always recommend um, either, most of the time, most companies will do those free of charge for you. Right. If it's not, you know, a WDO report's not required. So Connor, let me ask you this. Uh, Connor Keller here, Insect IQ. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. When we, would they be able to try to, carbon date or back date that if, if you know if she did have an inspection at the time sure you know here we are six or 12 months later 18 months later and now there's all these issues something going on there well so i'm not an attorney mm -hmm. um so you know my opinion is or, or let me back up the fact i know there's about a 60 day liability period for the pest control company the person who the licensee who did that termite inspection and mm -hmm. certified that the house was free of termites. Yeah, uh, he's liable for any activity that appears for sixty days by Florida statutes. After that, it, I think it would depend on what the real estate contract says. And again, this is beyond right. my my expertise. Yeah, kind of out of the scope. Right. Yeah. So, you know, because I've had it happen on some of my closings where you know one uh, the buyer's inspector finds termite activity, termite activity. The seller's inspector says there's no termites here. Right. So it's one of those industries that's wow. It's weird. How can you have one say no, one say yes, and you know they're both sticking by their guns. We'll talk about that. I want to get your opinion on that uh, when we come back. Uh, Connor Keller, Insect IQ, Ron Fuller in the house as well. Mossy Oak Fence Company, and uh, find out about Steve Irwin's son. You remember the old alligator crocodile hunter there? Uh, proud. He does his son. His son goes on the Jimmy uh, Fallon show, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he does him proud. Find out about this story and more from our expert contributors, Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, the Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Realty, helping you win in any marketplace. I'm giving a shout out to Brio Tuscan Grill at the International Plaza. Uh, man, it's our great restaurant partner. They've been our partner for a long time now. Brio Tuscan Grill, International Plaza, uh, just north of uh, Boy Scout right there, International Plaza. They do a great job. They have awesome food, awesome, very friendly wait staff, and they really make you feel at home. They've got great beverages, awesome food and now they're offering a special to any of our listeners anybody that's listening maybe you're watching our tv show on WeBeam tv or listening on your drive time uh, we've got uh, brio tuscan grill the international plaza they're offering a uh, free appetizer to any of our listeners right now all you have to do is go into brio tuscan grill let them know the real estate quarterback sent you let them know that you're a fan of the show that you heard the show or uh, and just let them know that and they're going to hook you up with any of their uh, appetizers, calamari, beef carpaccio, spicy shrimp and eggplant. Awesome, awesome food over at Brio Tuscan Grill. And you can also take them up on that water with lemon as well, that free water with lemon. Their food is good, Brandon. It's Woo! awesome, right? It is really good. Yeah, Absolutely. we're going over there after the show here. We're going to go get some of that. Uh, Connor Keller in the house, Insect IQ, Ron Fuller, Mossy Oak Fence, and I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. I want to tell you about a couple of hot listings that we've got here. we got 5105 Bay Boulevard in Port Ritchie, uh, Martha's Vineyard Subdivision, Pasco County, over 6,200 square feet. You've got gorgeous views overlooking the Gulf of Mexico here, $560,000, great buying opportunity. And you also have 15648 North Himes Avenue in Tampa, North Forest Village in Carrollwood, five bedrooms four bath uh, on a cul-de-sac 4300 square feet four hundred eighty five thousand dollars great place to live work and play here in tampa bay and find out what uh, steve Irwin's son said on uh, the tonight show with jimmy fallon coming up in the show we also have our top 10 pest movies of all time i want to go back to connor now and, and you know we kind of left you on a cliffhanger there talking about you know how can you have how can you have one inspectors say yes and the others say no that there's no you know how does that happen it's perception you know perception's reality really it comes down to really doing your uh homework before hiring an inspector right is it a good company do they have a clean license how long have they been in business what kind of experience do they have and then be there either you have your realtor or be there yourself when they do the inspection i think that's huge you let somebody go in you know if they know someone's watching them Right. Uh, really, what do they say? It's what you do when nobody's watching you is defines your character. Yeah. So you yeah. want to hire a company with good character. Right. Uh, a WDO inspection or termite inspection should take minimum of an hour, if not two hours. The inspector should go in the attic. They should go around the perimeter of the house. They should look at all structures on the property, including mm -hmm. fencing. I know we're going to talk about fencing in a moment. It's a good segue. Um, but real quick, we were talking about this on the break. You know, yeah. When you have two different inspections, this happened to me recently a customer uh, the, was selling their house. The buyer had their own company come out and do an inspection. They noted dry wood termite activity in the attic, mm -hmm. and the evidence was in the form of frass or fecal pellets. It looks like little little um, sawdust almost. I hear it described right. like that. Um, scattered around the attic. I went up, looked in the exact location. Well, it turned out to be granular insect bait. You know, and, mm. and 
you really a good inspector would take that evidence and look at it under magnification under a microscope or yeah. at least a hand lens and look for the key identifiers and determine it's actually against the law in florida to represent uh, activity from termites in a house when there is none wow. especially like if i were to go in your house and say yeah. hey you have dry wood termites all over the place and it was something knowing that and it was granular insect bait you you know there there's some criminal liability Wow. Like so it's not even just a misdemeanor. It's in no. the area of criminal. It's a felony. Florida statutes 482 and wow. Florida rule 5E14 are the the uh, rules and regulations in regards. Yeah, because you're, you're basically making an assumption. You see something that appears to be that, but you make an assumption. Fraud. And, and it and it could ruin the whole real estate transaction. Yes. Not only that, you know, everybody asks, you know, hey, why did that deal fall out? What happened? You know, what happened, Brandon? Why did, you know, you had this beautiful listing. It was We saw that it was pending. It was under contract. What happened? Where it'll get out. You know, so you're staining, you're you're tainting that property, so um, you know that's something that hire you know, good company. That's yeah. hire good realtor, hire good pest control company. That's right. Yeah. Good in good short, thing. that's the best way. All right. Let's talk about some of these common nuisance wildlife species. You got uh, you got raccoons, squirrels, possums, armadillo. Well, my favorite are bats. Um, we deal with that a lot. And right now, bats are federally protected. They're uh, mating and reproducing, uh, but we get calls all the time for bats. They love Florida homes, they love gables, soffits, cracks and crevices. Uh, bats are mammals. Uh, their physiology is actually very similar to human beings. Wow, it's weird to think that they're a mammal. Right, I know, yeah. but they are. Gosh. Um, a lot of misnomers that they carry rabies or diseases, no more or less than any other you know, feral or wild animal. The big difference is they're not ground dwelling animals like a raccoon or a fox or a possum. So they're less likely to come in contact with other animals that have rabies. They're actually very beneficial too. You want them, you know, in your neighborhood, just not in your house. Uh, they they do carry the the guano, their feces. We keep talking about feces today, yeah. but their their guano uh, in high quantities and in, in confined spaces can grow a mold in it that produces a spore that can cause histioplasmosis. They're very strong odor and they they can be destructive. So hmm. you definitely want to get them out. Um, when you said when you said guano, you reminded me of Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura. <laughs> you remember that goofy movie? Oh yeah, definitely. But let me let me ask you something sure. about the bats, because uh, you know, as you know, we're building a house on a lake here in Tampa Bay, and we have uh, you know the mosquitoes. There's going to be mosquitoes, the midges, right. you know. So you hear, you know, build a bat house, let the bats clean them up. Yeah, that's in an ideal situation, but actually getting the bats to go into the house is much more difficult than it would seem. Yeah. It's completely random. Mm -hmm. um, I recommend uh, you know, doing your research and placing it correctly, the right height, the right uh, side of the lake, the water, depending on you know the exposure to the sun has a lot to do with it. Do you see bats at night at dusk and dawn in, around the, are you building? You know, building I haven't looked house? close enough, really. To say i haven't looked close enough at that because if they're there then you're more likely to uh and, and you just got to be there at dusk or dawn but yeah. you're more likely to get them in a bad house or you know you talk about mosquitoes and not to bounce around too much but we also offer a mosquito abatement program and especially if you live in and around you know or live around water or the coast which is all of florida mm -hmm. you're gonna have a problem with mosquitoes and right. i just heard recently in the news a yellow fever is making a comeback mm. and it's much worse than, than encephalitis much more contagious and they've already had some cases in south florida so you know we, we could go on all afternoon talking about pests I'm, I'm passionate about it but uh it goes down to just being vigilant and doing thorough inspections maybe regular inspections of your property or your business looking for avenue sources and conditions in and around your property that would lead to pests whether they're wild animals or cockroaches or termites 
And then also, you know, not trying to do everything yourself. There's some things that you can do yourself. There's some things that are left better to a professional and, and these kind of things really, you know, we're, we've been doing this, I've been doing this for 20 years. I, I have expertise in, in a lot of areas. Uh, when we talked about, I'm not a realtor, I'm not a banker, I'm not an attorney, but I do a good job with pests. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of different types. You got alligators, you can help remove those nuisance. Uh, you got otters, possum, manatees, squirrels, fox, raccoons. It talks about here, but I guess the nuisance down here is what's talking about raccoons, squirrels, uh, possum, armadillos. Raccoons can do a lot of damage. The, the houses if you get a raccoon in your attic i mean they, they'll yeah. rip the drywall down they'll rip the siding off the house uh <laughs> once they start having pups you know their their wow. their feces again and their urine car do carry diseases the raccoon is the last thing you want in your house and and again you trap them out you seal the house up those conditions are the same as is really just maintenance on your home or your your business uh and making sure that you know, the, the siding, the, the roof, the, the walls are all in good shape and maintained. Yeah, it's mainly the soffit and, and the exactly. fascia board where they'll find a crevice and get in. And fencing. I mean, that's a good segue is fencing yeah. is designed to keep things out or yeah. keep people in. So right. um, that's important as well. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so Connor Keller, Insect IQ, longtime friend of the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you reaching out uh, on our hotline or consumerqb.com. Get plugged into our network. We're going to help you save uh, a lot of time, uh, effort, energy, save money, uh, avoid commission-based advice. That's why we set this show up about five years ago as a consumer advocate-based program. We want you to think about this show as the hub of your financial, your business, your health, your marketing. Every one of those folks reaching out to another one of our expert contributors, uh, several different types of attorneys. CPAs, financial advisors, folks that we bring on the show to help you understand more about your business. And I'll tell you, you know, we, we're batting a thousand percent. We have never had a negative complaint uh, that comes in from the show. Everybody that we refer out it, it gives positive feedback, everything that we've done. So we're really proud of that. Let's bring Ron Fuller in a good All transition. Right. So Ron Fuller, Mossy Oak Fence. Yeah, Brandon. So I wanted to talk about curb appeal and, and design offenses, but just to segue back to the past. So, so what we do with the fencing, of course, we have the aluminum fence or PVC fence. You, you have something there that termites don't eat. Uh, but, but one of our signature, wood fence is our signature. We do an amazing job with a wood fence. And uh, we use steel, galvanized steel post. So it's galvanized steel and concrete, and our pickets are kiln-dried cedar. So we go a long ways to avoid or avert the issues with termites, carpenter mm -hmm. ants, rot, uh, although we, we do offer, if someone's on a budget, we can do a, a, uh, a standard 4x4 four four post with a wood fence. But that's a number one grade southern yellow pine in concrete. Nice. So it still does a, a pretty good job. But, yeah, we, we like to use the uh, steel post. It's called Postmaster. And what's great, too, is, is we actually hide, hide the steel with another piece of cedar. So you typically have the good side, bad side of a fence. Bad side of the fence partially is the post that you see. So well, when we it, come back, let's jump into a little bit right. more of the options to homeowners. Some mm -hmm. of the Absolutely. some of the different uh, you know studies or statistics that you've seen. We've seen mm -hmm. you know we know that property values are improved, days yeah. on the market are shortened, and it's a great time to protect your family right now with all the stuff going on worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. Top ten pest uh, top ten pest movies of all time coming up. We're gonna <laughs> have our expert contributors weigh in on that. 
And we have our feel-good story of the week. Steve Irwin's son does his father proud on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Stay with us. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Work Done, and you're listening to The Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Thanks for sticking with us here. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com, uh, Instagram, Brandon Rhymes one on Twitter. And uh, we'd love to connect with you. Uh, giving a shout out to Chef Will Wagner. He's a healthy meal delivery service. He does a great job. He, he puts together these awesome organic meals, delivers them on Monday or Tuesday to my home or office. And I'll tell you, the food tastes great. He's got the different styles. If you're looking at this new uh, ketogenic diet or the paleo, the vegan, uh, they've got gluten-free menus available, kids menus available as well. Chef Will Wagner, uh, he's my chef and he can be your family chef too. Uh, check him out on on our website and our Facebook pages as well. We'd love to connect you with him. Uh, we got Connor Keller in the house, Insect IQ, Ron Fuller, Mossy Oak Fence, and coming up, we have our top 10 pest movies of all time, kind of sticking with the show theme. And we have uh, Steve Irwin's son does his father proud on The Tonight Show uh, with Jimmy Fallon coming up as well. Uh, hot listing here in Riverview. This property is uh, a gorgeous home. It's 6601 Crickle Avenue. It's a large property. You got a fenced in backyard. You've got a three bay garage, uh, four bedrooms, three bath, over 3,300 square feet, $325,000 just reduced. 6601 Crickle Avenue in Riverview. A great buying opportunity. Got an Apollo Beach listing from uh, Julie on our team with Platinum MVP Realty. 6705 Cromwell Garden Drive, $320,000 for two, uh, built in 2005, and it's a uh, 2,270 uh, square foot heated, and you got a community pool as well. So some hot properties there, PlatinumMVPRealty.com. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.com. And uh, let's go back to Ron Fuller. Yes. Mossy oak fence. You know, a fence is going to provide security. It's going to improve the home values. It's going to shorten the days on the market. You know, it reminds me also when I bring on, when we talk with Fred Muth with Tampa Screens and Aluminum, you know, there's there's these additions that you can add to your home yeah. to add value and uh, make it a safer place too, Ron. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we love talking about real estate all these years and I'm passionate about people owning real estate, as you know. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the fence is something that that is a universal upgrade. It's something people want. I want the security, I want the privacy. People can put money into a certain type of flooring or maybe a trendy kitchen, here today, gone tomorrow. You may or may not get your money out of it. Uh, certain backyard improvements I've seen, koi ponds, some people see it as a, a lot of work. I had one of those just just a few <laughs> right. months ago. They wanted it moved, they, yeah. you know, all that. Yep. You got it. But a fence, everybody wants a fence. So yep. I wanted to talk about design and, and kind of how we focus on what's best for the home uh, overall. Uh, use you as an example. You're building an absolutely magnificent home. You have an estate-style home on a lake. And Lindsay, your wife, was thinking maybe a PVC picket. After I really took a good long look at your home, took a long look at the homes in the neighborhood, the overall vibe, which is very upscale, we realized your best bet was that wrought iron-looking aluminum. 
Yeah. So it's all about what is the aesthetic. I have many, many belts in my drawer. I have black belts. I have brown belts. But but a belt looks right with the right outfit. Where the you know. So the idea is not every fence is is the right look for the home. Right. Um, you can go to a box store and buy a cheap panel fence, and you can get privacy, even if it's not going to hold up. But but why not take the time, hire an expert like us to design the right fence, and we can actually get into custom work. For example, our wood fence, we show up with a pile of lumber. We custom build that fence on your property, for that property, for the terrain and whatnot. We can also get really creative, Brandon. We, we have ways of, of uh, even incorporating, <laughs> I've got a, a guy, his name's Trout. He wants the trout farm on his gate. Nice. And uh, we can do that. You know, we have CNC machines. We can, whether it's aluminum, even PVC, we can we can carve within uh, the PVC any type of design or name, anything you want. That's really cool, and it's gonna, you know, protect your home. It's gonna it's gonna add value. It's gonna shorten the days on the market. Yeah, and you know, and, and some of the times too, when it comes down to two similar homes, the family's torn. Mm -hmm. They're you know they they like the both homes, but when you have that fence. Just it's gonna it's gonna push them over the top and have them buy your home. Yeah, Brandon. Uh, one comes to mind in Winter Park. I've, I've got a realtor in Winter Park that had us put in a nice fence on a home that was for sale, hmm. uh, and and he was wise. It went under contract quickly, and, and Winter Park's a, a good market to begin with. But he recognized uh, the fence was hiding. First of all, hiding not such a nice looking. Uh, Feature behind in their backyard neighbor or neighbor yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was serving a purpose of, of hiding something that was kind of ugly. Yeah. Uh, but in addition to that, it, it made the home more, more value added because when you pulled up, you saw a fresh new cedar fence, smelt good. It looked great and it helped the overall vibe of the home uh, to be more appealing. And the home went, went uh, sold very quickly. Yeah, so you got the different styles of fencing you talked about mm -hmm. a little bit earlier. Sure. Uh, with with the aluminum, and then you you have the the picket at the top, mm -hmm. uh, the the different design names. Uh, what's what's the pros and cons there? Oh, sure. And I think you and your wife had fun picking out the uh, the different designs. So within a I four, didn't have much of a choice. Really. I'm sure. I, I just, <laughs> you know, hey, which one do you like? You know, I'm sure your wife had fun. <laughs> Choosing the design. That's yeah. the way it should be. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. So, we have something called a spear top, which is a it's kind of a neat look. Uh, we can stagger the spear or we can make the spears even across the spear top. Spear top. Yeah, spear that's top. right. But let's say you, you, you're concerned about perhaps your dog maybe jumping the fence. Um, we, can, we actually can do a flat rail. So, you have the look of the spear, but it's protected by a flat, smooth rail at the top. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just a, a design coordinate. So... Uh, for example, based on the architecture of your home, your home's kind of a Mediterranean estate look, very high end. So I steered you towards the wrought iron that, that really appeals to that style of home. Mm -hmm. What Lindsay was thinking actually would work more for a traditional or neo-traditional vibe, mm -hmm. maybe a Key West look or um, a home that looks like 19th century, you know, 1800s to 1910s Victorian style. So we can, we can period correct the fence, uh, which we love to do. Uh, we, we deal with historic homes downtown Orlando. Uh, there's a lot of really neat things we can do. Uh, and even if your neighborhood, you live in a production community and they say PVC fence is all you, we're allowing you to have. Well, we have a lot of different designs within a PVC fence as well. 
Yeah, there's it's a lot of options, and you know one of the things that I really appreciate about you, Ron, is you're you're have a consultative approach when you meet with your clients. They you. drive out to their home, their office. You'll sit down with them, mm-hmm. and, and you'll give them you know that that advice that we just kind of walk through there. Absolutely, and that that's what we do. I mean, a fence fence can be anywhere from sixteen hundred dollars to one hundred sixty thousand dollars, but we're going to give you uh, time and and a. Consultive approach, that's what we consider people clients. We don't consider them customers. A client is somebody you talk to, um, you educate, you listen to, most of all you listen to. And and we give you good advice. We often will downsell somebody. Everyone's familiar with the term upsell. Yeah. It's where a salesperson sells you more than you wanted to make more money. There are times when I recommend that, such as the steel, uh, the steel post. But a lot of times from what somebody's looking at, I, I can downsell them. I can say, look, we can save you money here, or maybe the fence doesn't really need to go that far on the side of your home. This is more of a bowling alley. Let's pull the fence up because every every foot we don't install is going to save you money. So there's ways to do that as well. I like it. I like it. Ron Fuller, Mossy Oak uh, on air here. We got Connor Keller, uh, Insect IQ. All right, so top 10 pest movies of all time. So we do our, our fun little top 10. Connor's going to beat me, man. He's, uh, got, the he's top got me 10. on this. All right, so uh, let's start right here, Connor. Okay. Give, me, give me a top 10 pest movie of uh, all time. Uh, arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, John. number two on the list. And. 1990, it had Jeff Daniels and John Goodman. John Goodman, that's right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Daniels from uh, the Dumb and Dumber movies. <laughs> Is Goodman the one that's in the new Roseanne? Yeah, I Goodman think that's as well? him. Yeah, so. Yep. All right, so we got number two scratched off. Right? I'm ready. Beetlejuice, brother. Beetlejuice. Man, I don't see Beetlejuice oh, on, on here. That, that would have been a good one. That was Michael Keaton, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That was, I, I loved that movie really? when I was like a teenager, whatever age I was. Uh, <laughs> Connor? Let's see. Um, How about Joe's apartment? Joe's apartment. I do not see Joe's apartment. That's who's that? Cockroaches with all the apartment. They all talked to him when he came home. And yeah, is that Joe Dirt? Oh, Joe Dirt. Joe's apartment. Joe's apartment. But it's the same guy though. I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Isn't that actor? John, I got a good one. Who's that actor? Man, that's gonna drive me nuts now. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Brandon, his name is Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. How about in honor of my daughter who is who is on stage in the production James and the Giant Peach. James and Come the on Giant now. Peach. Oh, I don't I see it. Ah, oh, you right, I'm going to I'm going to have to start going I have ten, a winner. Ten, you got one? One more. How about Animal House with the gopher? Animal House on the golf course. That would should be on here. It's not on. Oh, there. that was Caddyshack. That's, not, that's Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Caddyshack. Yeah. yeah. Animal House sounded like it would yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll so we'll finish sure up our top ten. It looks like I'm going to have to give give some of these away here. You gotta so we got to bail a top us out. 10, Yeah, we got to bail out. Top ten pest movies of all time. When we come back, and we also have our feel good story of the week. Our positivity injection for you is uh, Steve Irwin's son does his father proud on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So stay with us here, Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Platinum MVP Realty, looking for real estate agents that want to join our team. Uh, we have a plethora of leads, lots of leads coming in, and we're looking for good agents that want to work uh, the leads and help us with that. PlatinumMVPRealty.com. And we want to give a shout out to Kipton's, the Hotel Zamora on St. Pete Beach. And it's the first hotel built on the beach in decades. Spanish ancestry, cool Mediterranean attitude. And they've got a beautiful pool and spa area. you got a boat uh, dock where you can pull your boat up there if you're a boater like me. you got the Castile restaurant on site. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner served. And you do not have to stay there to eat. Just go check them out. And you also have the Rooftop 360 Lounge, which is one of my favorite views in all of Tampa Bay. you got a gorgeous view uh, looking south toward the Don Cesar there. You've got the Gulf of Mexico, the Intercoastal Waterway. And the best part is you get 20% off just by mentioning the Consumer Quarterback Show. Tell them the real estate quarterback sent you. They're going to hook you up with the 20% discount off your stay. They're going to put a bottle of wine in your room and a charcuterie platter at Kipton's, the Hotels of More our official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, Connor Keller in the house, in the house, Insect IQ, Ron Fuller as well, Mossy Oak Fence, and we're talking about our top 10 pest movies of all time. Number 10, Wasp Woman. You ever hear of Wasp Woman? Uh, no. 1959. Watch uh. out, men. This beauty queen turned killer wasp is on the vengeful rampage. Can we get a list from this century? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, right. Can we, I, can I add one? I can't believe I forgot The Fly. The Fly is number four on the list, 1958. Ah, Hollywood yeah. was still testing out its wings with a new bug genre. Connor, you got one? Uh, you said one during the break. You had it. Um, <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's the actor in that thing? Uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, Snakes on the Plane. Number seven on the yeah, list, 2006. It's, uh, it's true that snakes may, may be a bit out of stretch for bugs and insects, but they definitely are pests. So um, mm -hmm. you got Men in Black, 1997. Yeah, Remember that one? That. Will that Smith, bugs. Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones. You got number nine is Kingdom of Spiders, 1977. 1976, The Food of Gods. Mm. A Bug's Life coming in, the Pixar film and Disney. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, 19, number five. Number three is uh, – number four was The Fly. Number three is Them. 1954 them hmm. number one on the list birds let's face it hitchcock will always be the hmm. father of suspense and he doesn't disappoint in this thriller uh if you are one shy away from a flock of seagulls crows <laughs> or pigeons you won't want to see this movie the birds all right so there's our top 10 have a little fun with you with our top 10 list and we also have our feel good story of the week every week we want to tell you something good and inject a little positivity tell me something Steve Irwin's son does his father proud on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Australian conservationist and television personality Steve Irwin, a.k.a. the Crocodile Hunter, has been awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Steve Irwin's 14-year-old son, Robert, discussed the event with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. It was such an amazing honor, Robert said. He's really one of the only conservationists honored to, walk, uh, to be on the Walk of Fame. So it's a great to continue his message and really keep his dream alive. He added that the star was right next to Johnny Cash's, who was his father's favorite artist. Hmm. Whenever we'd go camping, Dad would sit down by the fire and sing Johnny Cash. That was this. That was his thing. It's so it's really special. 
For the rest of the interview, Robert did his father proud by talking passionately about his love for animals and introduced Jimmy to an adorable gang of baby pygmy goats, a 100-pound rodent, and more. So that's our feel-good story of the week. Pretty cool. 100-pound rodent. I wonder what that was. 100-pound rodent. What would Uh, that be? It's hard to say. Now, uh, we are in the midst of trapping nutria here in, uh, in Tampa. It's an old sinkhole public park. Uh, it's actually for the county. And Nutria can get pretty big. I was doing some research there. Rodents from South America. Wow. You know, they look like small dogs. and, and But they're like 20 pounds, not 40. 100 pounds. I don't know what that is. That's pretty crazy. Moles. Do moles get pretty big? Common in Florida no, yards? No, moles really just, the, they're small. more of a big headache. They tear your yard up and they're very difficult to get rid of. Typically, they're feeding on worms or grubs mm. in the yard. So if you treat the symptoms get rid of that um uh let's talk about venomous snakes real quick i don't know if we're getting into yeah, this yeah. but water moxins uh diamondback rattlesnakes you know they're very prevalent all over florida anywhere you have water um scrub any kind of conservation we're building on all this kind of stuff and right so, we're pushing all the animals right, out right and I, i've had a recent uh run-in with the water moxin it was following my son around we were doing some painting on some property up in north florida wow and every time my eight-year-old son would move over a couple feet the snake would kind of and that's what caught my eye wow and so um, i dispatched that snake you know i don't try to to euthanize animals if i can't help it but it was a little too close for comfort mm-hmm. and um you know, it's just you got to be careful anytime you're in Florida. And, and this is a great segue into fencing. I, I love fencing yeah. because it keeps a lot of the stuff away from houses that I have to take care of. Yeah. But fencing's going to keep alligators, going to keep snakes, going to yeah. keep possums, rats, raccoons. Well, rats may climb across the top of your fence, but it's just another reason why. People are, that have infants, yeah, when they're on a water feature, boy, the gators, uh, not only your 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 children, but your, your dog. <laughs> If you're on yeah. a if you're on a water feature, My wife, yeah, that happens. Though. I'm thinking, the, I, you know, what I think happened to Connor with that snake that was following his son. I think he had a contract to whack you, yeah, from some relatives <laughs> in the past. Maybe the the uh, water moccasins too. I hear you know when they when they're curled up because they're not a longer, they're not real right. long. They're, they're, they're short, just, fat, yeah, and ugly, and they'll they'll break your leg when they hit. They hit so hard. What? I've heard that. That's I don't possible. Know. Um, what wow. I, I've also heard both the rattlesnakes, diamondback rattlesnakes, or any pit vipers can strike uh, mm-hmm. like twice the length of their body or, or two thirds of their body. So right. you wow. could be pretty far away from them, and if they want to get you, they can. And I think the best bet is anytime you come across any kind of wildlife, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a raccoon or a rattlesnake, you just give them space. Uh, yeah, you know, try to go in a different direction if they're in and around your property or you're coming in direct contact. Seek professional help. That's so the, are they? Yeah, are are they endangered? Any of these like water moccasins, rattlesnakes? No, not at all. From they, we would handle them a different way. And Is that's that not talking, the right yeah, way to yeah. do it. Now, typically, you know, if it's on your personal property or they're right. a direct threat to mm-hmm. you or your family, you know, you you. They're, they're not protected in any way. Because they're abundant. They're pretty right. much abundant, right? But they are beneficial. You know, they're eating rodents and right. things like that. They are. It, I believe, I'm a conservationist. So right. I respect wildlife in general, but I also want it there for my children to enjoy, to fish, to hunt. Right. And, and that includes the more dangerous things in Florida. You know, I just love Florida in general. Connor, There's a lot to be said about that. What about the black snakes? I've heard it's great to have a black snake because they eat the bad snakes and mice. Yeah, so black racers... We had a snake yep. in Florida, an indigo snake. It was a native snake to Florida. Now, they are endangered. You hardly ever see them. But they were very big. I mean, I, I remember growing up in Florida. I'm fourth-generation Floridian. 
Um, we'd see them all the time, and they would get six, seven, eight feet long, and they're really thick, dark <laughs> snakes. But they ate a lot of the venomous snakes, the water moccasins, the diamondback rattlesnakes. Um, and that may be why we're seeing more and more, you know, it's a balance. So is it red, touches yellow, kills the fellow? Is there one of those things? Is that yeah, real or I not? I believe that's correct. Right. Remember? Yeah, yeah red, red touches yellow. And I've dealt then, with coral snakes, Then get too. away from that one. Coral but snakes if, are not an aggressive snake, though. They're not going to strike at you like a pit viper, like a, a rattlesnake or um, a water moccasin. Really, you know, if you're camping in, in brush and you lay down, they're going to crawl into your sleeping bag and, and <laughs> may start chewing on you between your toes. That's about all you have to worry about with yeah. coral snakes. But. It's interesting. Uh, you know, also, when you when you think about, you know, in Florida, what a unique climate it is in terms of, mm -hmm. like, I grew up hunting and fishing, right. uh, you know, in the woods. A lot of my buddies were uh, tomato farmers or just different types. Sure. We had cool buggies. I mean, we were out there. Um, you know, hanging out on the weekends and a lot of times it would flood and you're just running across if, if you're running after a, a, a wild boar or whatever it is you're, right. you're chasing. I mean, you're not thinking about worried about snakes. I mean, you, you're you going as fast, you're having fun. Yeah, you mm -hmm. didn't. You were kind of naive to that. And, uh, you know, I kind of think back, man, you know, or desensitized, to desensitized. Like yeah, yeah. Naive, you know, had had, uh, you know, the good man above looking out after us a lot of these times, you know, you think about what could have happened. You know, you're just jumping into mud or water. Just well, as most you're wildlife is more afraid of you. Right. Than you are of it. And yeah. as long as people respect it, they're not feeding it, yep. you know, violating some some basic common sense rules. Right. Then you should never really have a problem. But. Um, I, I just can't speak highly enough about fencing in your backyard, but yeah. it's going to keep a lot of these things out of your pools, uh, you know, up from around your house. Uh, and that's very important too, just keeping them out. I want to ask you about panthers, you know, cause we know the pythons are a big problem down there in the Everglades. They, they were, you know, flushed down, whatever the stories sure. are, they ended up there. Uh, panthers were another issue. And then also the bear. Right. You know, remember, I, I remember hearing they would, they every year they're going to issue a certain amount of permits. Yeah, so bear, we're overpopulated bear. with bears and alligators now, too. Alligators were protected for a long time. And that, this goes yeah. back to show you where management works and conservation works. Right. But there's also a place, uh, a balance like everything else in nature. But panthers specifically are arranging animals, cats. And so their male range is like one, 200 miles. So yeah you won't see them and and i i think i saw a panther one time i was doing an inspection up in new tampa which yep. is not what you would expect but there's yeah. a lot of conservation a lot of pine scrub and i saw a big cat you know 60 70 pound cat yeah run across the road and it had a long tail so i know it wasn't a bobcat i've run I saw into one too. i saw yeah. one in the everglades on the road like that right. and it, but it was mm -hmm. kind of far away and it was it was too big you know, to you be just a, saw, yeah. a house cat yeah and, yeah, and <laughs> it didn't move like a like a pig would or hog right. i mean <laughs> But uh, we got about a minute left, so I was going to ask you, tell us, what about the bears? Are they endangered too? No, bears are overpopulated. There's a reason why, and a lot of people are against, obviously, you know, having lottery or yeah. bear hunts, but yeah. uh, they need to be managed because they're showing up. And, and now we've built right. homes in their habitat, and but it's, again, a balance. And if they're overpopulating, yeah. if they're starting mm -hmm. to push into places where yeah. people live, yeah. um, then and their populations are high, they're not worried about bears right yeah. now. They're Longwood, Florida. Bears. Longwood, Florida is terrible. Who knows? Maybe bear problem. Problem. Lives there. that might yeah. be the next trend. Bear burgers. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So a, a good conversation today. Thanks so much, Connor Keller, Ron Fuller in the house. Great show. I want to thank our expert contributors, all the folks behind the scene, our producers, James, everybody uh, helping out with the show. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness, something as simple as packing up some food, uh, leftover clothing you have, carrying it with you uh, to and from your commute and handing it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community. Uh, if you don't have extra money to donate, you can volunteer your time. 
and uh, make a difference in the community. Do something kind for one another. And we'll see you right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.